Joining us now, the man who's been handing out more than his fair share of doses to Dr Shane Retty. He is the Deputy Leader of the National Party and also National's Health Spokesperson. Dr Shane, good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. Good to speak with you. Good day, Shane. So what did you make of yesterday and uh, how did you spend it? Oh, yesterday was a wonderful day. It was a, it was a real success. And uh, we spent uh, yesterday with Kia ora Natiwai, a Māori health provider here in Northland. And we were out at a small rural community called Whananaki by the coast. And uh, we had the marquees up. We had the caravan there. We had uh, traffic patrol. We had hangi. We had the kuyu and kaumatua with the ukulele. And, um, and we were vaccinating locals. Some who had walked quite a distance, uh, those who walk actually from Whananaki south to north, traverse quite a, quite a journey. And we had people driving over from Matapuri and Nguru, uh, all to be vaccinated and we, we were just thrilled we vaccinated I think about 68 uh, individual people yesterday and that was a huge response for a remote rural, predominantly Māori community Were you surprised that we got to 130,000? What were your expectations leading into the day? I thought if we got anything over 100,000, so the target's been about 50,000 a day, and I thought if we could double that, uh, that it was going to be a good outcome, so I, th- I think we should all be pleased to have, to have achieved that do you think we've peaked? Do you, what do you do? You, what do you think we'll see in the next few days? Because obviously, we, you know, a lot of people have been motivated. We've had the vaxathon. Everyone was sort of focusing on today. But uh, I guess is it the next few days that will tell us where we're really at? So I'm reluctant to sort of call people fruit, but if I could just use the analogy of maybe we've got the low-hanging fruit. We, we got them early on, those who were compliant and really enthusiastic to have the vaccine, sort of that early third. Middle third, we're a little bit harder, and I think from here on it gets even harder. It's those who are hesitant that we're needing to, uh, to move into the persuaded category. It gets harder each step from here. So we may well have plateaued. I, I think we've plateaued for a number on any one day, but that was for a reason. But, but from here it just gets hard, actually. Okay, well, what did you learn then? The last few days, including yesterday, you would have vaccinated people who clearly hadn't been vaccinated, which means that these must have been people who were hesitant or there were various reasons why they hadn't yet had the jab. What did you learn from the conversations that you had? I asked people exactly this question. What brought you here today was the question I asked them, particularly those for their first vaccine. And they said several things. Uh, first of all, uh, they wanted to come and speak to someone who could present the evidence in a balanced way and answer all the questions. I mean, I'm thinking of a 14-year-old young lady who actually had rheumatic fever, had cardiac stunts in, uh, stents in, and was uncertain whether the vaccine was going to be for her. So I'd have probably spent 15, 20 minutes just going through the advantages and the disadvantages and how it might or might not apply to her and she seemed much reassured at the end of that and and elected to proceed so someone who could convey the message but without doubt was also taking the vaccines to the home to the doorstep effectively for many of the people of their first vaccine yesterday it was oh you came out to us yes i know i could have driven back to town but you know there's a waiting list at carmel and so on uh but you came to me Uh, i live two kilometers down the road that's why i'm here today so definitely going out to people made a difference do you feel that those experiences, so the conversation, do you think they have a, a really good knock-on effect? Um, or do you? Do we almost need Shane Retty to roll around the whole country <laughs> having chats with everyone? No, that's kind of interesting because I'm of a view that a large number of the people who actually came to the clinics were coming regardless of whether I was there actually. Uh, they were going to make their way. What my hope is that having been there and have those discussions and given the vaccine, and I'm, I'm kind of good at giving it because I've given thousands of vaccines, and, and what amuses me is a number of people said, have you finished, Dr Shane? Is that it? Yep, oh, we're I, done. I was wondering, uh, uh, I wasn't sure if you were just chatting or you were actually jabbing as well, uh, which sounds a little oh, violent. No, no, I, I, I gave... 
I gave the majority of them, uh, along with my team around me who prepared it and did the paperwork. Yeah. But uh, no, no, I actually placed it into arms. And as I say, I'm, I'm reasonably good at doing that. And uh, my hope is then, if, if a number were coming, regardless of whether I was there, that they then went home and said, hey, that was nothing. That was no drama. Dr. Shane just popped it in. The other staff could have popped it in. Get down there and do the same. And we talked and he told me this. And you know how over dinner yesterday you were concerned about that? Mm. Well, I asked that question. You know, it's not so bad after all. That's what I'm hoping. The go home, the one telling eight that that's what spreads the message. That was probably the cachet of the day that maybe I was able to bring, I think. I think we should do another Vaxathon. You know, I like the, the kind of the hokey eight hours of TV and flashback to the 80s. Loved it. Uh, and uh, and I think that we should do another Super Saturday and, and aim for mid-November and, uh, and that our target shouldn't just be 90%, it should be higher than that. What do you think? I think we can overuse the moment. I mean, that's one reason why we didn't have telecoms sort of months apart or anything like that. Um, I think it would need a, a new angle, a need refreshing. I like the concept of New Zealand coming together. Uh, let's compete with, say, an Australian state, for argument's sake. So we competed uh, around the country as suburbs. Let's compete against something offshore. Give it a fresh look, a fresh angle. I think that would be required. Otherwise, we can, we can overuse, overexpose the moment, I think. Well, if we move on from the sort of main course uh, fillet steak, now we're going to get into the gristle with the hesitant and people who are not sure about it. So where do you stand on mandates and how far they should go? So the Group 1 mandates for uh, the border workers, that's important. The Group 2 mandates for healthcare workers at the front line, that's important too. I mean, they're coming in direct contact with potentially coronavirus-positive people. It's it's harder for the announcements last week around educators uh, to make that connection. I mean, un- undoubtedly concerns that we don't have children under 12 vaccinated, hard to get assured ventilation through classrooms, and potentially that increased spread student to teacher compared to student to student. So I understand all of that. And I understand that the uh, Teachers Union and the Principals Association have said, yes, we support that. It's the, it's the right thing to do. So that's, that's a challenging area. Business is challenging as well. And, and we support businesses making their own decision, but they do need clarity from government as to what their legal position would be. And I'm pretty certain government will have some Crown Law opinions on that and it would be really useful if that could be released. So I think that that's the, the guide that business is looking for. When you look at the uh, the other sort of get-together that happened yesterday on the domain with uh, Brian Tamaki, what's your message to the people who are listening to him? And can you, get, can you actually get through to them? Look, I'm afraid I don't think he's propagating the science as I understand it. Uh, the science, as I've looked at it, as it's presented to me, and as I believe it in my heart, uh, I don't believe it's the same sort of message that uh, Brian Tamaki and, and others are delivering. And what I would say to them is, go back to your trusted people. You know, as a saying, when the axe is blunt, go back to when it was last sharp. If it's blunt here now, go back to the person who delivered your children. Go back to the person who was there with your kidney stone or your UTI. That's your primary care doctor. That's the person you've had trust in. Have trust in them here now. That'd be what I'd say. Uh, when it comes to what the police should have done, do you think that they should have arrested Tamaki when he got up on stage? And, and clearly it wasn't a, a quote-unquote picnic, was it? Look, I'm, I'm not in a position to sort of a comment on police operating uh, positions, but uh, I do think it's important to send a signal that those who aren't able to play uh, with the team rules, as we all understand it, and as we're all trying desperately to, to, to play, to be a part of, that there are some consequences. I think it's an important signal to send.
Just briefly to, to go back on, on something that Bevo asked you, could you um, explicitly say, so do you support the mandate for teachers? Oh, I understand the mandate. Uh, it's a challenging area. I really get that. And we've all uh, had messages from a lot of teachers. But I think their their primary workforce representation, which is their unions, them lending support uh, is, is quite significant because that's the body that carries the voice of teachers. And if they're saying, yes, teachers should do it, then I think that's an important message. OK, so, so National would be on board with that. Well, if the unions and their workforce representatives are supportive, uh, you know, we always want to uh, scrutinise the evidence and understand why. Uh, but if, if they're supportive, then, then we would understand that. All right. Thank you for being on the programme. And keep vaccinating people. Keep getting out into those communities. That's good work. Dr Shane Reddy, Nationals Health Spokesperson and the Deputy Leader.